episode 94. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. And today, it is Camille Ray. Started playing guitar at 12 years old in old Kentucky. Mount Vernon grew up singing. Started at 3 years old. She learned early in life to count your blessings, keeping her main goal humble. You better strap up your seatbelts, and let's go for a ride. So, Camille Ray, welcome to Dharmic Evolution. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, and it's a, I'm delighted to have you on the Dharmic Evolution. Thanks for joining us today and been checking out your music. And, girl, you are rocking it. I love it. I love what you're doing. Thank you very much. Are you in, you like it. Are you in Nashville now? I just got back to Nashville about 5 a.m. this morning um, from a radio tour in Illinois and Wisconsin. So Wow, so you're you're doing the tour, huh? Yeah, just trying to trying to make it to as many places as possible and uh well I mean I I've I've been touring and doing gigs for a while now, but just adding the radio stuff in now that Shadows Dance tonight has been um going up the music row charts. So we're just trying to visit all the music row stations we can. That is still hot on the charts. So Awesome. Congratulations to you on that. That is really big news. Really great. So you're originally from Kentucky, right? Yes. My old Kentucky home. Tell us about that. How was it growing up in Mount Vernon, Kentucky? Um, it's a very, very small town. Um, it was, it was really, I've always had a really strong family foundation. So, um, I grew up in church. I grew up singing in church. I have a um, wonderfully supportive family, and I was always singing and just always busy growing up in Kentucky, and um, always involved in a sport or some kind of activity at school. And I had a really, really good childhood. I I can't complain about that. And was raised upright, and uh, to be a hard worker and to go after your goals, but to know that you know you you have to count your blessings for sure. And you started singing when you were three. Yes. Late bloomer, huh? Yeah, for sure. yeah, a little bit. Well, that's a testament to like what you just mentioned that you were a happy kid. You grew up in a very, very happy uh, environment. So that was so so you felt like singing, of course. Yes, and my family's always been very encouraging of 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 things that people well, I mean, I, I don't think they would have encouraged me if I weren't good at it, but Right. I've always been very supportive of, of whatever we've chosen to do, so it made it it made it really easy to thrive and to uh, to just grow in that in that environment. And my, my sister was an athlete or is an athlete, but she grew up playing sports, so they did the same for her in that area too. And is she another overachiever like you? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's in the blood, huh? Yeah, yeah. We, we, they have very high expectations and standards for us. So That's fantastic. So, hey, let's let everybody know what this Camille Ray is all about. Let's check out Dial Tone. Here it is. Stuck on this merry-go-round Got me sitting here waiting on you 
feedback that it was a bit too too much of a country rocker to start out with so we'll now nah, don't leave, have those people call me i'll straighten them right out immediately all right no it's <laughs> it's it's one of it's very fun it's fun to perform live and it's it definitely showcases uh a lot of things a lot of good things about what what we got going on your vocals but, uh, your vocals a kill on that are you doing all the backgrounds on that yeah mm-hmm. yeah very very powerful and really beautiful tone to your voice Thank you. Um, very believable. I'm feeling it when you sing, girl. Really great. Thank you. So so you're doing the tour now. I want to talk to you about as you were growing up, um, you know, you got the support from your folks and everything, and you started uh, learning guitar at a young age. How old were you when you started doing that? Um, I think I was 12 when I started taking lessons, uh-huh. and I took lessons for about a year and learned a handful of chords and how to finger pick and... And I started, I think the first lesson I had, I went home and wrote my first song. So I, I, I was just really eager. I really, really wanted to Just play. like that. Was, One lesson, yeah. a, a goodbye, thank you, save the money, Mom. I got all I need here. I got three well, chords and the truth. They, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, I, now I, am, I wouldn't consider myself a guitarist. I do, I do accompany myself quite a bit when I'm alone. or, or with, I mean, even with the band, I still play guitar. But I'm definitely not... Not a guitarist um, by any means, but it was enough to write to start writing songs, and it was just something that I was really passionate about and took off with. So, so you knew like what right when you started, you were a songwriter. You had that that urge to just write immediately. Uh, apparently, because I mean, I don't I don't remember. I mean, it hurts playing the guitar. Hurts your fingers. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I don't I don't remember. And I was not. I mean, I was not the toughest of girls. I was kind of girly and. You know, like to do my nails and fix my hair. I'll get every other girl, but I, I didn't. I never remember complaining about the pain. Right. I just wanted to do it so badly, 
And I, but I really think I did go home and write a song the first night that I learned. The first time I, I think I learned three chords in my first lesson, and I was I went home and wrote a song. And so uh, my my grandmother found um, she used to babysit me when I was little, and found a like a box full of poems and stuff that I wrote when I was really small. So I guess I've always been a writer, and I just I just didn't know it. But, right. So yeah. it found you. It did. And you just embraced right. it and went with it. Yep. Very cool. So your influences growing up, like, um, were you listening to everything? Were you, like, attached to country, pop, all of the above? What What was the things that got you excited? Um, my, my family always listened to country. My, my mom's pretty eclectic with her, with her music listening. Um, she, well, she likes a lot of, like, like rock and, and, uh, folk and stuff. My dad was pretty, pretty hardcore country. So I started singing country music and, uh, and then I did a lot of Southern gospel in church, of course. And my dad actually sings as well. And my aunt sings. And so we would do Gaither vocal band stuff in church when I got to be I think I started, I taught myself how to harmonize when I was about seven because I got <laughs> bored. And so we started singing together when I was, I think, in middle school age and in church. And yeah. So, so do you remember the first time you did that, Camille, that like you were harmonizing and you went, wow, this is really cool? Well, yeah, I, I remember hearing, I got bored and I remember hearing the background vocals and wondering what they were all about. And so I just started listening to what was going on and and figuring out how to hear the harmonies, how to hear what was what was not actually there but there. Right. And uh, and I just started singing, and I've been a harmony geek ever since. And uh, but yeah, I, I just I remember just getting bored one day and teaching myself how to do it. So I just I've been blessed with a with a good ear, I guess. Good ear and good genes, good musical genes. Yeah, like who were some of your favorite singers like growing up that you really really loved? Um, well, all of the 90s w- women in country music, I loved Martina McBride. I still do her songs at, at gigs. Uh-huh. And uh, Trisha Yearwood and Reba McIntyre. Of course, it's just Reba now. And um, the Judds. I did a lot of the Judds songs. Great. And just just basically any, any female country artist of the 90s, I was singing their songs. I love Garth Brooks. I love harmonizing with him. I, I would teach myself. I mean, I could harmonize better with men when I was, when I was a young kid. Um, but yeah. And then of course there's Celine Dion and there's Mariah Carey and there's Whitney Houston because I I like to do a lot of, a lot of pop and R and B stuff and I always listen to them too. Right. So So yeah, you kept good company. Yeah, I did. Nothing I did. but nothing but the like the stellar divas for you, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah divas, the, the best of the best. For <laughs> awesome. Sure. So let's give everybody a taste. What do you say, Camille? Shadows dance tonight. Check this one.
Something under your breath is that bottle Breaks in my drive Tomorrow at work you'll tell all your friends It'll be his last night alive And I know you think I've done you wrong When you came stumbling home And all my stuff was gone But darling, get a clue All the blame is on you You wonder why I chose to move on But darling, do you title too thanks so that that's the single that's out on on radio right now how did you dream that one up what was the inspiration behind that one <clears throat> actually that's the only co-write on my album um and i've had a friend that i went to high school with and he his name is shay taylor and he um messaged me one day and uh suggested that i write a response to tyler farr's redneck crazy and so I, I kind of put it on the back burner for a little while and picked it back up and wrote that. And it's, it's, it's got a, got a lot of good response and um, it's, it's catchy. It's a nice, a nice summer song. So we're trying to play it on into the summer and get as many radio stations on it as possible and move up the charts as, as far as we can. So it, it's, it's been a good ride with it. We great like it energy. Really great energy. Love the, fr- the way the song is framed and, and the guitars sound amazing on it. Really, really good song. Thank you. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you also about the wonderful, heartfelt work that you do, heartfelt work that you do for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. How did you get connected to this? Um, well, with St. Jude's, I, I've been um, just doing as many things as I can for them. I haven't, I haven't quite gotten in as much with St. Jude's as, as I would like, um, but I'm looking for more opportunities there. But I work with musicians on call here in Nashville, um, which is a program that uh, where s- musicians go into the hospitals and go from room to room and they sing to the patients if they if they want music so it's a it's a nice it's a very personal and intimate kind of setting um you get to you get to meet them and talk to them one-on-one i love to do the children's hospital it's my favorite and i think i'm doing um i'm doing the veterans hospital this month 
and pretty much any hospital in the area. So wow. and I'm just trying to get it. St. Jude's is really hard, really hard to get into. They've got so much going on. And, right. and uh, so th- that's my, that's my goal to really work with them um, in a close knit way. But for now I'm doing musicians on call. So it's, it's been really rewarding and folks at St. Jude reach out. Let's get Camille connected over there so she can bring some light into your world. Also, let's talk more about heart songs for veterans. Tell me about your, um, like what, what goes on with that? If you can just describe what is heart songs for veterans? Um, it is an organ, an organization, um, solely, for the purpose of our veterans, um, it goes from anything from PTSD awareness to service dogs to raising money for families that may be um, having surgeries or just just having any, any kind of need any kind of help. And it's just it's just a, a really wonderful organization that I've been honored to be a part of. Um, I'm called an ambassador, which is a, a fancy word um, for a, a, an artist for the for the organization right and uh we we just we we donate songs and so the in anything that's inspirational and so i wrote a song um called let me be the one and it's it's for ptsd awareness and it's just it's i've never experienced ptsd but i um have seen a lot of my friends with military husbands or military um significant others or fathers or mothers going through um, being on the other side of it and just trying to be there for that person, even though you're not really quite sure what they went through. Right. Um, just, just being there and, and knowing and them knowing that you're there through it all. So, How did uh, you get hooked up with them, with Heart Songs for Veterans? Well, I met Jill, Jill Pavel, and she, uh, gosh, I can't even remember how it, it's been. It feels like I've known her. I've known her forever. Yeah, she. So well, she's really, got that kind of effect on people. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, I really, I really, I, I think I, I don't even know. I think she may have just seen my music through a friend of a friend, and she connected with my manager Amber Smith. Right. And we've just been working together ever since. Um, she, I, she's recently moved to Nashville with her son. He's an artist as well. He's one of the ambassadors for. Heart songs as well. Yes, Corey. And, uh, but both yeah. Corey and Jill have been on this show. She is yeah. just really a wonderful woman and uh, yeah, so yeah. dedicated, so talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they they recently moved here, so um, I've gotten to do a couple of, of uh, just shows that represent the artists and kind of talk about what Heart Songs is about in town and just try to try to get together with them as much as possible and support support the program as much as I can. And uh, sing well, the song as much as I can. And- speaking of town, um, God bless your heart for doing that. But let's get out of town with this one here from Camille Ray. Yeah. 
Love that song. Can you tell yeah. us? Can you bring us into the studio on this, Camille? Like, where did you record? Who's in the session with you? Um, I actually recorded at 1092 Studios. It's a, a pretty new studio here in Nashville, owned by Matt Gordon. And um, I had I just I had some some boys in on the project. Um, some that I'd worked with before. Some that Matt brought in. And um, we just we just had a really good time, and this one was it was my I and my manager Amber produced self produced the album, which was was kind of risky. We we were a little bit a little bit worried about it at first, but then we got into the groove of things. But um, studio work was pretty was pretty awesome because we had ideas in mind, and then then you put it you put it to action, and so uh, this so, one I I'm sorry you you produced it with who Amber did you say. Yeah, my my manager. Oh, okay. Uh, Amber Smith. Yeah, and so she she has more of a of an instrumental background, and then I have the vocal background. So we decided to put our heads together. But but this is uh, this is definitely different than all the the rest of the album. It's it's more of a country blues kind of feel, and uh, so we just we just kept it traditional on the on the instruments with just a just a four piece kind of band feel, and and uh, that's how I perform it live when I'm with my band and. So it was. It was really. This was one of the more fun ones in the studio. I love it. Sounds great. Um, so Nashville is your new go-to. I mean, that you're most comfortable. It seems like recording there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've done most of my recording. Uh, I, I did growing growing up. I, I went to college and got a music ed degree and did a vocal emphasis. And so I spent a lot of time singing classical music and opera and things. And so I never. I didn't really get in the studio much until I was a little older. And uh, 
so yeah, I've done most of my recording in Nashville. Did you it, find that, um, Camille, when you studied those particular genres, like like opera and things like that, you just have more of a more of a um, a, a broader approach, more of a toolbox, if you will, to use for um, what you do now? Well, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I mean, and this is just this is my opinion, but I feel very strongly about it. I think if you are going to be a doctor, then you go to medical school, right? And if you're going to be a carpenter, then you, you know, you, you apprentice and you learn how to build whatever you're building. And, and I think you, you need to be trained in order to do your craft. Yeah. And I know that you can be self-taught and that's wonderful, but you can always learn more. And with singing, it's, it's very technical and it's, it's knowing exactly how to, how to use the tools that you have. And you are the tool. Your body is the tool. So you need to respect that as much as possible. And, of course, I was forced to take lessons in college. It, it was part of my degree. And I didn't like it. It was it, it a lot of times. It got on my nerves. Yeah. Um, but I'm very thankful for it because I have a whole completely different voice coming out of college than I did going in. Right. And um, I'm, I'm able to sing three and four hours at a time. And, I mean, my voice is tired, but because I know how to sing, it's not variants it's not unsafe if you know how to do you're it you're not hurting yourself and you're not hurting yourself i yeah. mean you can overdo it always but right but knowing how to use your voice and know your limits and, and know that the safety and how to take care of everything is is very important so. hey let's um talk about social media um what is your favorite platform i'm already connected to you on facebook and uh instagram and twitter so mm -hmm. what else do you follow what's your favorite go-to social media um instagram is is my is my biggest platform right now um and then i've always been a facebook girl but but i you know that's just for some reason i've just i just like facebook um so that's the one that i like to get on myself personally the most but instagram is my best platform working on twitter getting a little bit more used to that right um i have a um what's it called uh the video one i can't think of what it's snapchat not Snapchat. Periscope. I, I Periscope. Blab. I you have a Periscope <laughs> oh, but, okay. But, you done Periscope? Yeah. yeah, I do Periscope. Oh, okay. Um, Great. Great. Yeah, I'll hook up with then, you on there. Yeah, and then, but I we're trying to do more Facebook Live just because it seems to be a little bit more, more um, easy to do for people, I guess. Yeah. Or or more people see it. More people, you know, run across it on the on the feed and and watch it. So. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I just came from social media marketing world out in San Diego. I spent, you know, a few days out there at the conference. And, uh, you know, from what I gathered by speaking to people, you know, um, Periscope is still happening, but it, I don't think it's like really like, you know, knocked it out of the park like everybody thought it w would. Be and I yeah. think some of that is because of Snapchat is getting like really getting really big and um, Facebook video. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, Facebook is um, a, a larger gross domestic domestic product than most countries as far as like, <laughs> yeah. the kind of money they make is just sick. It's crazy. Um, they're so powerful. But, um, you know, I'm always just keeping the conversation alive because I, I just like to learn what everybody's doing. And my experience has been that most people in the musical circles really go for the Instagram jam because uh, mm -hmm. it's just a great tool for musicians, songwriters, singers. Anybody in the music business seems to um, really love Instagram. Uh, their direct yeah. message is great, and a lot of people mm -hmm. on there are very musical, which is cool. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, people just like to see pictures and videos, and that's pretty much all it is. And so it's, it's just a stream of, of actually seeing what's going on in everyone's lives. Do you feel like um, you get a bit of overwhelm trying to learn them all and keep them, you know, keep keep as many going as possible, or do you just kind of uh, yeah, select? I'm, I'm the very i'm not the best at it i, I have a team that helps me do right. a lot a lot of stuff and remind me you need to you need to post on you need to post on twitter you need to post on instagram i yeah. do the best i can but i'm kind of old, i'm kind of old-fashioned when it comes to to things so social yeah. media is not my strong point but i'm getting better at it as i as i go yeah i'm i'm you know i look at everything but uh i i guess i stick with like three or four and kind of dabble in others but you know i think you have to you know pick out what's your real strong jam because if you try to do them all there's just mm -hmm. not enough hours in the day even with help i have people helping me on some of my stuff too and it just seems a lot hey i think it's time to play let me be the one what do you think camille i think that's a good idea hard to the touch Walls all around You're fighting hard Just to keep your feet On the ground I look in your eyes I see past all the fear And I'm fighting hard Just to let you know That I'm right here No, I don't know what you've been Let me walk a mile in your shoes Let me be the one That overcomes the odds And proves you wrong Let me be the one That you
donated to Heart Songs for Veterans. What a great song and what a heartfelt great gesture on your behalf, Camille, for doing that for them. Thank you. Yeah, beautiful track. What, so what, did, what inspired that in you to write that song? Um, well, I just think, I think and people in different situations just need to know that you're there for them. And um, I think a lot of times, not, and not, not just veterans, but people coming out of tough situations feel like they're alone a lot of times. Right. And so, and, and, they, and they're convinced that they are no matter what you do. So you just have to continue to be there for people until they know for sure that you're there. And it's tough to do a lot of times because everyone, you know, wants to be validated for, for the effort they put in. But sure. you know, it's worth it. It's worth it to stick it, stick it out for the people you love. Right. Hey, let me ask you, what is your biggest struggle in the business that you're in, the music? What would you say is your number one challenge if you had to say, put it out there into the ether and say, make this easier for me, Lord? What would it be? Uh, it would be for me to just have more patience. I mean, I've been, I'm the most impatient person in the, in the world. Right. And um, of course, I, I've, I've been down a lot of different roads and dabbled in a lot of different things when it comes to music and the arts. And so I just, I just want someone to notice me now and see me now. And I've always felt like, you know, it's just right on the, right on the grasp of my fingers and, and, and going up, going up the music, the music road charts has been a tangible, you can see the progress. So that's been really helpful with, with that weakness that I have. Um, but just but just not being able to live in the moment. I have a hard time living in the moment. And, right. So you would like a little more validation for your hard work. Yeah, but I, like I said, I feel like over the past couple of months, I've actually, God's been a- answering those prayers and just saying, you know, it just took a little while, you know. Right. And um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways people get there. And some people are some people are blessed with with a lot of money that they can get there a little faster or connections through through someone, you know, a family member or something in the music business. And I just don't happen to have either one of those things. So I'm. But you I'm got the voice, more, girl. Uh, well, you got the you voice and the determination and the talent. So keep going. That's the plan. Yeah, there you go. Hey, so looking forward the rest of this year, what are you looking forward to the most as you look out on the horizon? You're coming up the charts now. You got your music out there. Um, any any big plans in the forefront that you want to share with us? Anything special on your mind that you want to share with us? Um. Well, I mean, when it comes to the music business, you can you can plan all you want, but it kind of takes you where it wants to take you. So <laughs> that's for um, sure. <laughs> of course, of course, always, always looking to, uh, to impress, impress the, the big guns. And I love to be signed with a label, um, by the end of the year or, or next year or as soon as possible. Um, but yeah, just, uh, just working and getting my music out there and, and getting to know these, these radio people that are helping me out being early believers and just making friends and networking and, I mean, it's 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 a it's a never-ending thing, and but it's it's really good. It's it's really good. So, um, just getting my music out there to as many people as possible, and touring, and just you're living the life, girl. You're doing it all right. Thank you. Yeah. So this was wonderful. Thank you, Camille, so much for stopping by and sharing your stories, your music, um, all about. And I w- really want to thank you for all you're doing for Heart Songs uh, for Veterans. That's really, really wonderful what you're doing for them. And St. Jude's, I hope you listen because Camille is here for you. So that's it for now. Um, 
Camille, thank you so much for being on the Dharmic Evolution today. And uh, I look forward to all the success that I know is about to explode in your world. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. Dial tone. Shadows dance tonight. Get out of town. Let me be. She's been on the radio tour, moving up on the Nashville charts, grew up singing in church, a very supportive family, and a really good childhood. Got her first guitar lesson, then went home and immediately wrote her first song. Taught herself how to harmonize when she was seven. St. Jude's Children's Hospital, please reach out to Camille. Musicians on call and heart songs for veterans. Lord bless me with patience. I will get there. Please support Camille and her music. The connections are all in the show notes. And if you get a chance, check out our website, dharmaevolution.com. You will find some amazing artists from around the world. Yes, we're now in 49 countries. And Camille is now on the website. I'm also happy to announce that I have launched a brand new podcast that features authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Yes, it's the James O'Connor Show, now on iTunes and SoundCloud. That's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller. So until next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Let's do it.